Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Listen, I know. I know. I know Whitney's terrible at delivering messages. I know that it was all Whitney's fault that she, that she, you know, is completely wrong. I know that nothing Whitney said was right. So I'm in no way saying that like I'm team Whitney, but I really do love when she tries to deliver messages because she's always so off base. And this episode delivered you know she started with Sharif's birthday in season one when she thought she could tell Jen about what Meredith and Lisa had said and that didn't go well and then last year we got the Zion trip when she told Meredith what was that her who did that when she told Meredith what they had said about her father's funeral yeah that was her that's right. It was her because then Meredith wanted to ask, like, who was talking about my father's death? And then Whitney comes out of the bathroom and goes, everyone. But Whitney always misses the mark. And then this was no exception. So I am very excited to recap this. I am solo today intentionally. I could have I could have finagled a guest, but it is BravoCon. And I have a little I had FOMO. But then it's a lot, a lot. of It's a lot. There's a lot of events. There's a lot of people. It seems very crowded. If I were to go, which I probably will try to go next year, but if I were to go, I would absolutely need to go with Pia. That would be a requirement. I'd have to have a buddy like attached to me because I don't really do well in big crowds. So yeah, but I'm in a bad mood today. <laughs> Um, it's just one of those days I've been running around. There's no real reason. Just been running around, haven't eaten yet. And I did put on a full face of makeup, but I still don't like the way it came out. Like I look like I didn't put on makeup. You know, those days where I didn't, I mean, don't get, I didn't put on like a full, full face of makeup, but I put on fucking makeup and I keep catching myself in reflections. Like I look like, oh, you know what? I forgot. I didn't sleep that well. Duh. So yeah, I've just I'm in a little grumpy ass mood. But I know that recapping Salt Lake City will put me in a better mood because this was a really funny episode. Anyway, I also think maybe a little bit of that FOMO. There's so much going on at BravoCon and so many of my friends are all just hanging out together. And I'm like, oh, really? Good for you. But it's my own fault. I could have gone. Or maybe not. I really actually, it looks overwhelming. It looks like it's too much. Look at me just trying to talk myself out of it. I don't even want to go. I don't even want to be there. It's stupid. Who wants to? But Lisa Rinna did get booed. That was fun. But the problem is she's one of those people that like the boos only fuel her. You know, so then she flipped the audience off. But what do we expect from her? Like crumble and cry? No. She's not going in. Oh, and someone, someone had some balls. Someone said to Andy, like, can you just fire Rena? And he's like, all right, I get it. I get it. And then he said, let's let the reunions play out. And I don't like that. I don't know what that means. And I don't like it. Okay. If you're watching on YouTube and you're wondering why maybe I don't have my other solo setup going that's a little bit nicer and less glitchy, it's because I can't get the audio to regulate on that. And I was having issues in the post-production side of things. So 
until I can, I'm meeting with my Cloud 10 partners though next week to discuss some of my audio needs. Doesn't that sound cool? So hopefully we'll get that sorted. But anyway, before I get into that, I've got some queens I need to talk about right now because I am obsessed with some queens right now. Shelly, number one, very first member to sign up. Thank you, girl. Lissy, hello. I've got Jess now. I have Taylor. I have Rita. I have Parker. Who are you, queens? Oh, my God. Let's hang out. What are you doing later? Call me. Also, Andrea. I know it's just a matter of time. She was on Buy Me a Coffee. She was on that platform. She just hasn't quite figured out how to do this yet. Even though I've sent her the instructions multiple times, but that's okay. She's fine. But yes, thank you guys so much. I really, I love you. I mean it. You're the real queens right over here. You are next level. I have seen the votes for the poll, the bonus content poll. Actually, let me double check that again. Let's see if it still stands. As of the other day, the bonus content poll winner was a Richard sister deep dive. But let's see if that still holds because it may have changed. Ooh, it has changed. We have been the Ooh, I'm happy. I like this one better. Uh, the origin of the Fox Force five has now taken over. That's good because I think that's there have been a lot of Richard sisters deep dives when I because I, I started looking into it to see how I could if I could gather information. And there have been a lot of podcasts lately that have done them. And uh, I, so I was like, I don't even know what I could say. That's any any new information. But origin of the Fox Force five. Now, that sounds good. And I most likely will, I won't get that up probably till the end of this month um, because actually maybe Pia and I can do that this week. Pia and I most likely will be covering The Vow part two on HBO about that Nexium cult because part two premieres on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, and I did say that we may cover that. I'm going to watch the first episode, though, because I didn't love last the first part or whatever. I thought it was I thought it it trickled off and ended up getting not great. But I also wasn't recapping shows back then. So I, I may enjoy even if this sh- even if part two doesn't stay good, it could be fun for me to like hate recap it or like. Yeah, hate recap. That's what it's that's what that's what that's what Pia and I did for that. Um, Keeper of the Ashes abomination of a docu-series on Hulu with Kristen Chenoweth. If, In case you randomly hear Pia and I ever talk about how much we hate Kristen Chenoweth, that's the root of it. That docu-series. It's called Keeper of the Ashes. I don't recommend watching it. If you want to watch our recap of it, it's on it's on the true crime uh, playlist. Over, It was exclusively on YouTube. I didn't do, I didn't put it in the podcast. But uh she somehow managed to make it all about her. Okay. Before I get back into the content, I want to talk about the membership offerings I have for you guys. This is a way for you to be involved in the content I put out. Over on YouTube, if you go to my channel, you can hit the join button and you get two options. The level one queens get a custom badge and emoji to use in the chats and also get to vote in the bonus content polls. I'm going to start putting out bonus episodes, most likely one every two weeks. And this will be a chance for you guys to vote in what I actually cover. Sometimes cool things happen like a news thing or a casting update. And I can't obviously cover everything. And you'll get a chance to vote on what I do cover. That is $4.99 a month. The next level queens get the same perks, but they also get a shout out at the top of every episode that includes the recap episodes, not just the bonus episodes. And you also get early access to those bonus episodes that you voted on in the content polls. You'll get those three days before I release it to everyone else. 
Now, if those memberships sound a little intimidating and you're like, I have a fear of commitment, which so do I, you can also just, if you're watching on YouTube, go to give a super thanks and they've got a little heart icon with a dollar sign in it and it says thanks. And you could just donate one time, like here's two bucks, five bucks. I think it goes up to 50. And it's just a way to show some support. And any money you guys give me goes right back into this, whether it's just helping me not have to work my other job and pay the bills and just focus all my time on making content or if it's just betting, getting better equipment. Cause if you guys saw this setup, you would laugh. But, uh, if you ever leave, by the way, if you do a super thanks on a video with Pia or with Kendrick, I will absolutely share the profits with them because I value them more than you could ever know. And I would never be stingy. No, no, never, never. Anyway, though, thank you so much for all of your support already. I do appreciate it. Now let's get back to the show. Enjoy. All right, let's get into this. I don't even know what I've said up until now. Episode three is called Courtside Conundrum. Okay. Two words that Whitney loves to say are healing and feeling. Two words that Whitney can't really say are healing and feeling. Healing and feeling. I I think I just said it too accurately. But so we pick up where she's talking about that at the dinner. As you guys have been on my healing journey, and she's blocked out the ages 9 through 17, and Heather really has a look of skepticism. You? And how do you deal with that? It's just recovered memory? Like, how did you figure this out? I, to be fair, I actually, I'm not going to hate on Heather for being skeptical. It is a pretty intense thing to be willing to talk about on camera. Um, and it, like my sister, for example, it's like, this is a lot for me to believe is truly happening now, conveniently, while the show, I believe it, I really do, because Whitney is, she will bleed out for this show. I really do believe that this is genuinely happening. I I take Whitney at face value. I don't think anything about Whitney is is uh, put on, which is almost bad because the stuff she's doing, it's like, this has to be an act. I'm like, nope, this is Whitney. She is, and this I don't mean in a mean way, but I'm sure it's not a compliment. She's not like smart enough to be manipulating us. You know what I mean? But Whitney's thing is that this abuse has gone on generationally and I'm breaking the cycle and that's all I care about. And then in her confessional, once again, it feels good to get it out. I do feel like they're there for me. Anytime she says feel, I can't help it. And then and then she's like, but, you know, it's like it's good to talk about it, but it's easy for me to be vulnerable. I know it's not easy for everyone. And then Heather goes, yeah, it's not easy for. Her. And then she points over to Lisa or and then points over to Meredith. Meredith, though. We're sh- OK, I need to breathe. I need to breathe on this one. OK, Meredith. If you want to know the truth, I think all my problems last year because I were because I didn't open up. You want to be vulnerable and then you open up and you get slapped in the face for it. Lisa knows right away. She's like, okay, I'm not going to dance around this. I know exactly what you're doing. Meredith, I owe you an apology. I apologize in LA and I'll apologize now. Okay. Lisa always needs to throw that in there. Like I apologize in LA just so we have it on the record. I'll apologize now. What I said was hyperbolic. I don't think those things. I don't even mean those things. I was very hurt and I said things I regret and I regret my poor choice of words. Okay. I want to count the amount of times Meredith has said this phrase. So you don't regret the vitriol, venom, and hatred that you spewed. I swear she said vitriol, venom, and hatred in that order. I can't even count. It's like her favorite three words. She's like, we need to back it up. 
the things you said, I never confided in you because I never trusted you. And she and Lisa, oh, great. Thanks. Great. Thanks. Thanks for telling me that. So the things you said you made up. See, right there is like Meredith looking real like guilty somehow. I don't know. I just felt where she's like, I never confided in you. I'm like, hmm. And then she's like, so then you made those things up. I don't know. Something felt weird about that phrase, that phrasing. You know what I mean? But then in in Lisa's confessional, the producer asks if she made up those things that she said in the rant. And before that producer can even finish that sentence, she goes, no, that's the truth. And Meredith, I forgot, I completely forgot that it was let Lisa at the reunion last year said that someone told me that like you were making fun of my my house like my renovations like someone was saying that like like you thought my house was ugly i completely forgot that part like that really was damning like lisa and heather is like okay she goes i think lisa deeply regrets what she said right Lisa pauses it for a second. She's like, I do. Yes. The speech this, that Meredith goes into here. This is what it's giving me. The level of um, superiority she has. This is the energy it's giving. It's giving. We've, we've all, meaning the whole group, have been talking about how bad Lisa is. So I feel powerful enough to treat her like shit right now. And you will all back me up. She didn't get the memo that they're forgiving Lisa. She's going off of the reunion last year, which was, remember, remember that reunion? They hated her. They hated her. But the feedback from the audience was, we don't like this. This is gross. We really don't appreciate all of you hating this one person. It's not fun. I mean, some people hate Lisa, so they were like, thumbs up. But, you know, so I'm sorry, but Meredith scares me, okay? She scares me. I, like, terrifies me. And she's the way she's like, your behavior is not acceptable, And then when Lisa goes to talk, can I finish? You are an interrupter. Stop interrupting. It is very impolite. Uh, Is that allowed? I'm almost finished. Then you can say whatever you want. Then she fucking says, if you think this is normal behavior, and you don't want to get help and make changes, then there's no more I can do for you. If you do think that you should be getting some help, I'm happy to help you. I don't profess to be a doctor. And then Heather goes, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that's about to trigger her. She basically them fighting words, bitch. You just, you just. And then the way Lisa revs up for this, she goes, I don't like you commenting on my mental stability. But then Heather does the best impression of Meredith. Like, if a doctor deems you worthy, which is accurate. Like, I'm so, I really did not think I'd be able to forgive Heather. But Heather has done some reflecting. She saw the feedback. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm coming off like an asshole after that reunion. And she chilled out. And she's looking at Meredith going, okay, so you didn't chill out. And so I'm loving Heather. I'm I said it. I didn't think I was going to say that. She, I always reserve my right to change my mind. But so far, I'm loving this because I was worried it was just going to be Lisa getting ganged up on the whole time. And as we've seen on Beverly Hills, we don't like that. It's not fun to watch that. So it's nice that there's balance in this. And so Lisa's like, you know, crying off to the side and And Whitney's like, explain where the hurt comes from, Lisa. Just be vulnerable and it'll make sense. And so Lisa goes, okay, look, my feelings were really hurt. And 
like I would try to tell you that like these were my feelings and like I just you didn't receive them and like you didn't consider them and like but like I've done what I can like I've just done what I can like okay like I'm not gonna like bend over like I'm not gonna like slip my wrist for anybody and then Meredith goes that's a horrible thing to say granted it is that phrase should stop coming out of Lisa's mouth all the time because it is extremely problematic but as they show in a flashback she does say this a lot and it needs to stop being said but she does say it a lot but then there go <laughs> the way jen goes so meredith starts freaking out and lisa's not getting it but jen is like no her family member she goes no wait what okay wait i didn't know i didn't know but meredith oh my god she didn't know oh girl here's the thing it's just a difference of if you enjoy watching one or the other. I prefer watching Lisa Barlow perform versus watching Meredith perform. It's a preference. If you prefer watching Meredith perform, then you do. I prefer later when in the at the end of the episode watching Lisa Barlow's meltdown. That's more entertaining for me. I am not enjoying Meredith's. This is not fun for me. Okay. So, but Meredith's like flipping out. And did you did you catch this? Heather's like, you got this. You're okay. You're okay. Have a bite of fish and a sip of wine. She's like, just shut the fuck up. Have a bite of fish and a sip of wine. Just get over yourself. Then along comes Jen to be like, um, yeah, so I'm going to prison. And it's put a little fresh perspective on all this and how petty it is. And the first person to say this is Lisa. Amen, Jen Shaw. And it puts Meredith in a weird place because Meredith is like, I wasn't expecting to be the one considered the bad guy here since I thought we all hated Lisa. But um, okay. So Meredith, Lisa, I hear you and I appreciate your apology. We are not at a place of resolution. If you want that, we'll need to talk more later. But I, I appreciate your apology. Lisa's like, thank you. I appreciate you appreciating my apology. <laughs> so the next morning, Jen with the megaphone. And I'm not trying to hate on someone's looks because this isn't about looks like the filler and the injectables in Jen's face when she's not wearing makeup is looks painful. Like my lips hurt looking at that but she i hate this but jen really is like having the time of her life and actually light-hearted and it's almost you know what i'm gonna say it it's almost like at this point she knows she's about to, she's gonna plead guilty it's at this it's like she knows she is going to plead guilty and is living it up the best she can She's fucking funny. I am like really annoyed by it because I, you guys know, I don't even like Jen outside of the criminal stuff. She can be funny sometimes, but I was expecting her to be screaming the whole time, but she's actually like in her confession. She's like, I'm here to have a good time. I am trying to make you cry and drink cow coochie. Like, God damn it. That's a classic line to call cacao cow coochie. All right. I'll give it to you. But Lisa calls John. Yeah, I apologize to Meredith. I mean, she played doctor for a minute. But overall, I think there was some resolve. I'm sorry. You got to love that. Okay. She took what she could. Like, Meredith was out of line, in my opinion. And she was like, whatever, I'll take it. You know? And then she's like, we're going to go to the horses later. You know how much I love those. But then Heather goes in, too. And I... Heather dragging Meredith for this. Heather goes into Meredith's glam room and Heather's like, who the fuck are you impressing? Very Jen Shaw of you, which doesn't that sort of say a lot about Meredith and where she's at in life. And this is, you know, high and mighty Meredith, but she's high and mighty like this because she's assuming everyone's on board because it clearly at one point they were all on board with the, I hate Lisa stuff it doesn't just happen overnight or that doesn't that that phrasing doesn't make sense she doesn't 
assume everyone's going to be all anti-Lisa. She saw it firsthand and they've obviously there's probably group chats going on. So this is probably coming out of nowhere for her with Heather. But I'm gonna go Heather. Heather, girl. Because Meredith's like, I mean, I said all I can say. You can say sorry. You can say I'm sorry until you're blue in the face, but until you're willing to change the behavior, the apology becomes irrelevant. And I'm so glad Heather said this because she's like, how are you going to know that the behavior has changed if you're not even willing to be around her, talk to her, interact with her? And she's like, you're coming off condescending and superior. She said that to your face. She said to your face, Meredith. And then she goes, look at your life and look at situations where you have taken that risk with people who've stabbed you in the back, even worse than Lisa. Hi, Jen. Hi. We're, thank you. We're all saying it. We're all. Jen said it deliberately on camera multiple times all throughout season one. Lisa said it in a rant which now Meredith's trying to claim was like intentional that like Lisa kept her mic pack on. and was like saying it into the microphone. Straight up. Stop being a superior condescending. I might be making words up because I was like typing fast. So this is what I wrote down. Stop being a superior condescending little bitch and let's have fun. I might've added some things in there, but that felt fun to say. But Meredith's like, how am I being condescending? All I'm saying, I'm just, what I'm saying is, and I'm, I, all I'm saying is I won't tolerate that behavior. Uh, yeah, it's loud and clear. We got that. Okay. You said it like 80 times. Okay. Well, there's nothing left to say then. Yeah, we got it. I want to let everybody know and i don't want to forget that zocdoc is sponsoring the pod this week and i want them to book more weeks so go to zocdoc.com slash she speaks scroll down hit download app download the app that's it that's all you have to do the more downloads i get using that code the more likely they are to book another week or two, maybe even do a long-term booking. And then mama's got her first long-term sponsor. That's all I need. That's all I need. com slash she speaks. Scroll down, download app. Mwah. Love you. Queen. Love you. Before I book a brunch reservation, I pour over the reviews to find the perfect place. Why would I not do that when booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help you find the doctor in your network and in your neighborhood that fits your needs. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the perfect eggs benedict. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. It's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search Find and book doctors with a few taps. Find and review local doctors. Read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash SheSpeaks. 
ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks. All right. Now on board the party bus to get to the bike thing. And Kevin, the Arizona party bike guy, is everything. I love him. He's awesome. I'm like, can we get more Kevin? Because he was adorable. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. I should start following him. I wonder if he has an Instagram. And Lisa's like, you know, we're just going to let things go because this is all about coming together to support Jen and help Whitney heal. I love her. I love her. What Whitney just gets right on that pole and they soak her vagina in wine. That is not sanitary. But then then this wet t-shirt contest starts and they're going back and forth and and I think it's Meredith ends up getting wet accidentally and she's like, oh, okay, you think that's so funny. And then so she starts throwing it at Lisa and Whitney goes watching Lisa and Meredith passive aggressively pour cheap wine at each other. I'm living for it. But all I can think is I am so sticky. Like they had to have gone back to the villa or the villa. That is like, by the way, this house is disgusting. What is this thing? This is the most dated looking house for a house. I'm talking about for a housewife's trip. This is like Cynthia Bailey. The place she found when they went to where'd they go? Puerto Rico. This is like that. So they had to have gone home to change and like get dolled up because now they're at the horse thing. There's no way they would have gone covered in that wine because they would have all they're also putting on these dresses, you know. But before, uh, Lisa and these, uh, the, the boots, the Dior Fashion Show 2007. John got these for me. Heather pulls Lisa aside to like get changed and she talks about her talk with Meredith. And Lisa says, Lisa says exactly what Heather's thinking. She's like, look, I've apologized. Like, when is enough enough with Meredith? Like, we went through it for two years with Jen. It's like, Exactly. So she's just, is that the, is that what she does? She just needs to torture you for that period of time. Cause like, I don't, I don't have the energy for that. And thank you. None of us want it. Meredith, please. But then Whitney asked Meredith, like, how's it going with Lisa? It's just is. I don't think she believes she did anything wrong, but now it's planted in Whitney's head. Granted, they're drunk. At least you know, a little buzzed. Wine has been had. Day drinking, okay? And Whitney's like, okay, at this point, it doesn't feel fair that you're even... What she's trying to say is like this... You know what it is? There must have been a conversation ahead of time for this season that there will be conversations about Lisa and all the rumors about her and her marriage and her businesses, etc. And... Whitney's like, we need to abort. We need to abort that mission because it doesn't seem fair anymore. But Whitney's picking this time to do it. So she's like, it just doesn't seem fair. It feels very hypocritical because now you're talking about rumors and then here's Meredith. But there's one big differentiation. And you could tell she's like coming up with it right now. She's like, and it is that I didn't spread rumors. I said very loose and vague. There are rumors out there pertaining to her marriage, pertaining to her finances, pertaining to whatever. I didn't go out there and spread to the world. I did a one-on-one with other people. I mean, let's just unpack that. You did it on camera, Meredith, intentionally. You're mad that Lisa did a rant off camera thinking she wasn't going to be heard. You're, you did it twice, one with Jen, one with Whitney. And 
Yeah. It's the same thing. And she did it also one-on-one. She did it with to a producer. She didn't go. So do we see what I'm saying here? Like, I'm actually, I need, I'm getting really more and more mad here. You just are making shit up, Meredith. Okay. Lisa didn't go to everyone. You're trying to claim that Lisa went around and said a bunch of shit to everyone at a group party. No, you're mad about the rant, which was behind a closed door to one producer. You went to Jen and you went to Whitney. Okay, that's on camera, mic'd up intentionally to two people. Okay, so that's one-on-one. What are you talking about? You did exactly the same thing except worse. And then she goes, it's kind of not my problem. Whitney's like, well, it is your problem because you came to me with it. And But then now it's planted in Whitney's head that it's something that could have waited till they got back you know, waited till you weren't all on a trip together, but most likely it's producers in Whitney's head and Whitney listens to producers. She's like, I think it's not fair to move forward without putting it all out on the table and telling Lisa. Just maybe not right now, but you know, it's, this is what happens. Whoever, whoever is producing Whitney is like, this is so easy. This is the easiest job. I got Whitney. All right, they get the horses moment. Heather can't get on that damn horse, poor thing. Jen is in stilettos. I feel like that's fucked up for the horse. Lisa's talking to the, the I don't know what they call them, but she's like, what did you guys wear in the Dior show? Yeah, these boots. Yeah, I got these boots. Are you tired? Do you want to come up here with me? Just the sound bites are endless with this woman. So they're getting ready for the garbage whore lingerie party back at the house. And here's where it's starting. You see how wasted Whitney is wasted already. Okay. Because once you start drinking wine during the day, you got to keep that wine going. Otherwise you're crashing. You're getting the worst headache. So she's telling Heather that Meredith told her the rumors. And she goes, at some point I have to tell Lisa about this. But and Heather's trying to figure out like why she's like, but you don't have firsthand not like she's I don't really know what she means by that, but she's basically saying like, don't. But when he goes, I know, but I'm trying to help Lisa and Meredith and Lisa build a bridge. I just had this moment at the horse thing where I was like, this is not fair. And then the confessional Whitney goes, Right now, I'm just processing that there's a lot of secrets in my family. Those secrets fester and build and they implode. So that is something that I don't want to do anymore. I want to break that cycle. That's a reach. That's we're kind of we really just sort of what did how? Okay. All right, Whitney. Buckle up. Now they're in the kitchen cooking and Whitney bending straight over to turn on that oven. Meredith comes in with this like completely ill-fitted art New York baseball cap, which is clearly a knock to Lisa. Lisa comes in in her satin PJ set and she says, I think we all dress to our personality and clearly I dressed mine. I feel like her and John have a good sex life, though. I don't know. I just got like a nice visual of what that might look like. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. Weigh in. If you're watching on YouTube, weigh in in the comments. What do we think about that? What a, hmm. Jen comes in and she wants to say something to Lisa. She's like, Lisa. And J- Lisa goes, don't. I like my outfit. So Whitney, Whitney goes, Jen, come help me with the barbecue because now Whitney's cook. Whitney's starting to cook up her plan here. She's gathering intel. But there's a, like, a quick moment before they cut outside. Lisa's like opening up a bag of mixed greens and she goes, we're going to do an open plate salad. Make it look super chic. And you hear her go, yes, yeah, super chic. So they're barbecuing and Whitney goes, and he goes, when you were talking to Meredith about the rumors about Lisa, who brought them up? And 
at the end of the day, everyone's a pussy when it comes to this. Like no one really wants to be the one that did it, especially not Jen, because Jen's like, I should not be the one bringing shit up like this because I got enough problems. So she says like Meredith. And Meredith comes over and is like, um, well, I mean, I didn't say anything specific. I said I'd heard things. And then Jen was very specific, which I knew Meredith was going to do because Meredith at the end of the day is like very lawyery, which is kind of obnoxious to me. It's like, well, technically you're the one who said more and uh, technically, you know, that, that type of thing. And so Whitney says, and this is where it's all going left. I feel like I've been put in the middle. Hmm. Now what? But then Meredith goes, the reality is you had a lot more to say than I did. And then they flash. And not only did Whitney have a lot to say where she said specifics about like this very well-to-do guy that she's straight up having sex with to invest in her businesses. She also said that Angie Harrington told them when they were at the Utah jazz game, that that's the reason they have those seats is because that's the guy Lisa's sleeping with to get those seats. And, Whitney's like, okay, yeah, but I can't move authentically forward without putting it all out on the table. And Whitney's like, go for it. Go for it. Do it. No one's stopping you. And then Whitney says, because I'm trying to follow like where it turns. Whitney goes, but I need you to say it. And Meredith says, I'm not saying it. And Whitney, everyone knows that if they tell me, I'll be the one to say it. And so Jen goes, I see where you're coming from. And now Whitney totally changes. She goes, I'm coming from a place of strength. And I go, "Uh oh, this is it. This is where Whitney feels like she has given herself a task, a noble task, a task no one gave her. She's so drunk and she's lost in an idea that can be just executed another time. You can tell Lisa this later. Lisa has no idea any of this has even happened. None whatsoever. And so Jen's trying to keep it on track. So Jen says that maybe you want to stop being Nancy Drew because the perception is that uh, like it ends up coming out different than what you want it to be. And Whitney goes, everyone is used to me being Nancy Drew. I cannot and will not no more. Meredith just says, well, no one's asking you to. And then Whitney is walking off and goes, no one's asking, but everyone's expecting and dropping information and doing it all. And then she goes inside like a bat out of hell in her underwear. (laughs) Meredith's like, what are you talking about? Whitney walks inside and Heather and Lisa. Heather at least had a little bit of an insight earlier. Lisa has no idea any of this has happened. She has no idea of any of this that's been brewing. Whitney walks in. I'm done with the bullshit. I'm done. And so they ask her what's wrong. She goes, everyone just shut up. Let me get it out in my own way. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. So Whitney's crying and she's like, Lisa, I feel like for the first time we have a real friendship and it's for the first time I feel a real connection with you and Lisa just pauses I'm confused <laughs> she doesn't know what's happened at all before this <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Meredith brought up rumors about you she came to me and now I'm in the middle and I'm removing myself out of it Lisa goes, retaliation is a fucking bitch. (laughs) 
Heather tries to keep this moving. So she angrily gets up and says, everybody eat and we'll talk about it at dinner like adults. <laughs> so she goes to Whitney. Lisa says, what was said about me? And Whitney goes, it was rumored that one of your, and they bleep this out. So I'm assuming business partners or something uh, that has the jazz tickets. I don't want to say his name, but you've been involved with. And then Lisa's like, are you crazy? And she's shaking. That is disgusting. I can't I, like real good performance, Re- much better than Meredith's. Okay. Much better than Meredith's at the top of this episode. I'll tell you that. Re- I'll tell you that right now. Okay. But then Heather, like Heather's so confused that she's defending because Meredith's getting mad or no, I'm sorry. Lisa's getting mad and, and she's getting mad at Whitney. So Heather's like, well, this is what Meredith told Whitney. But then Meredith's like, I say that. and then you see Heather be like, hold on, wait, Whitney told you that. Wait. So why is Whitney doing what? Which is brilliant, 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 because this is confusing because Whitney, you're really omitting what happened. I had to literally pause the recording for a second because I was laughing so hard. Okay. So in Meredith's confessional, she, again, Meredith's like, she's like, I had never heard this before. I'd heard other rumors, but not this one. Okay. So I, I still don't understand how you're not being an asshole. Like, so now you're not all, you're just talking so much shit about Lisa still. And so when Meredith's like, I did not hear that, right? I did not hear that. Whitney's misinterpreting that, which I could see how she's misinterpreting it, but she doesn't have, she's not come to the table correctly. She's not come to the table and said, look, we have been discussing rumors about your marriage. I told I told Meredith about the rumor that you were sleeping with this guy for jazz tickets. And Meredith told me that you were performing sexual favors to get Vita tequila picked up. But instead, she just is omitting certain things. And then it's allowing Meredith to be like, I never said anything. So she's like, you told me she performed sexual favors. And (laughs) <laughs> there's confessional just like blowies for jazz tickets this isn't the lakers like come on but meredith i did not say that and then whitney goes ah, yeah you know and then you're like is that absurd ah, ah. <laughs> and then lisa do you guys feel good do you feel do you feel good does this feel good hurt me more Oh, Jen, I really actually did. Pre- I, I I enjoyed Jen being upset that she wasn't the center of attention. Like Jen Shaw, who like, that's right, bitch. Get over it. OK, sorry, you're going to federal prison. OK, it's your own fault. Then Lisa and Meredith, they start going back and forth. And Lisa goes to the place of like, like pointing and yelling that she does like, you know, because Meredith's now trying to say that it wasn't just the one rant that she's heard. Lisa has been talking shit about her for years but we've really, truly never seen Lisa talk shit about Meredith on camera one time, not one time. So I don't know if I buy that. And that's a lie. That's a lie. That's what Lisa, that's a lie. That's a lie. And Heather is like, okay, listen, Meredith, Lisa cannot be perfect and you can still forgive her. And then Jen goes, okay, I think you guys, we just need to breathe. And Heather, who's clearly the one having the panic attack is like, yeah, let's just all inhale, exhale. Like she's like, I need this. <laughs> Whitney, this is retaliation. We are not involved, and you two need to work it out. And then she grabs her wine and takes a sip. She's so proud of herself. She's like, That's right. I just did this. I am a problem solver. I I you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. And now Lisa is screaming at Meredith. I am not gonna beg you for your friendship. It was one rant. And Meredith, it was more than one rant. And then Lisa keeps yelling, but Meredith's doing that very like, stop yelling or I'm not going to speak with you. And Lisa, I can yell. I could throw a plate. Doesn't make me crazy. It makes me human. Okay. Well, then I just won't communicate with you then. Okay. I just won't. Lisa, I just don't know how much more I can take. I mean, the drama, the theater. See, she's better at it. 
And then she goes, I have taken the brunt of so much. And then, oh my God, this part, you, all I have is John, Jack, and Henry. That's all I have. And she goes and says, I need to call my husband. I need to call John. And the way she runs off. <laughs> She's, <laughs> she cries as soon as she literally runs. <laughs> I, I, oh my god! Then Jen fucking screamed. Literally, all I had is now. I can't. I can't with the I, the way she screamed. I can't. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh god! But here's the best part. This is my favorite. My favorite Whitney moment of all of this is right here. Whitney. Whitney's sitting like on the same seat as Heather and Whitney's like Meredith Meredith I look at me I owned everything okay I owned it all and Meredith's like well no you did create a little bit of confusion there and I I did not create confusion I and then Heather's like you know you you did create confusion I did okay well then go clear it up Meredith that's what I wanted go do it Duh, that's all I wanted. Yeah, all proud of herself when Meredith walks off. She's like, Yeah, that's what I wanted. Go do it. She did the same thing last year when she was, she was like wanting Lisa and Meredith to talk. And then Meredith and Lisa started fighting. And then she realized that Lisa needed her backup. And then she got confused. She's like, Wait, hold on. Lisa needs me. And just like walked around the bed and stood next to Lisa. And then she got confused and was like, Wait, what is Meredith mad at? Like least like Whitney truly just isn't quite fully processing things. <laughs> Imagine like because like we don't see what actually happens after Meredith because Meredith then goes into Lisa's, but like I really want to know what Jen and Heather were saying to Whitney at that point. <laughs> like, get it together, dude. What the fuck are you doing? So Meredith goes into Lisa's, but I love Lisa's like, you don't get to come in here. I have nothing to say to you. I want you to go. I want you to go. Go. I have nothing to say to you. But Meredith sits and I knew nothing about the things Whitney said. She's the one. She goes, okay. Lisa goes, I'll go. I'm going to go ask. I'm going to go ask Whitney. And this is a perfect, like, like game of telephone. We're just like the wrong, like the wrong words are being said. And Whitney's not understanding what she, what confusion, confusion she caused. Because she also doesn't understand that Meredith is trying to not take credit for like this one specific thing. And so Lisa goes up to Whitney and she's like, Meredith says that you brought up the rumors. And Whitney goes, I did not. Meredith came to my house and discussed rumors, which technically sure. But like, (laughs) Whitney, this is so bad. But then they cut the next the next shot because they do some confessionals. But then the next shot the first thing you see is Whitney is like bent over in Lisa's face trying to say something, but then you hear Jen go, Whitney! And she turns around, she's like, I was trying to help! And then she starts opening up a bottle of wine, and Heather just goes, just just drink. Which I'm like, bad advice. She needs water very badly. Very, very badly. And so this this is when Meredith does confess, because she has no choice. She has to confess that, like, girl, you've been acting up. So she confesses to participating in the rumors that pertain to every facet of her life. But she, sh- I apologize. I should have not participated. I should have shut it down. And I apologize. And the way Lisa, Lisa's like so, so upset. And she's like, thank you. I accept your apology. But every time we're together, it's a pylon. This is a pylon. And so they kind of like keep like she's going and like Whitney's part of it and Meredith's part of it. But they show Heather telling Jen, like mouthing, like this was supposed to be for you. This is whatever. But then they go back to Lisa and she's like, this is not good for my kids. I'm absorbing so much. I'm an empath. I absorb it all. (laughs) Yes. Good. It's so good. And then Meredith's very comforting, though. She's like, just go get yourself, take a breath, and I will come and check on you in four minutes. I don't know why I said four, not three, not five, four. And I felt that deserved a funny. I was like, you guys can laugh. 
but they're not. They're not laughing. Whitney is taking a big old swig of wine. And now Whitney's in the crying phase of day drinking wine into night drinking. She's like, I feel like you won't budge. You are the one that said that she is, in fact, a whore. (laughs) Meredith goes, I said there were rumors that pertain to that word. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then they cut over to Lisa. This is classic. Classic. This is I'm going to say this from now on when like my friends actually do get me to leave the house and go out at night. I love you. I love myself, too. I'm going to bed. I know what's good for me. Whitney's now sobbing. I'm sick of being thrown under the bus, which this is just drunk girl. Like this isn't real. And Meredith, Meredith is like just trying to explain. I just had to clear things up because, you know, Heather thought I was the one who said it. I, Whitney, I've told you everything, Heather. We were at the jazz game with Angie. Those gets wild. Wild. Because the way Heather reacts is kind of unfortunately proof that. And I don't know why Heather just doesn't want to admit she knew it. You know, it's like, you guys have all been talking shit. It's like ridiculous. Uh, But she's like, I had never heard it before. That's a lie. If I knew it, don't you think I would have loved that information on her? And now, Whitney, you're lying. And this fight is crazy. Tell me how. Because I sat courtside with Angie and she told us that. Okay, they're going back and forth. Meredith is right in the middle. And literally, as they're amping up and getting more and more angry, Meredith happens to see that Jen has come back. She thought she goes, are you not with Lisa? And she isn't even phased. And she just casually like gets up. Oh, oh, there. And she gets up and just kind of walks off to maybe go check on Lisa. She's not even phased by this. And so Heather explains, she goes, you were two rows back. But Whitney's like, we were taking a selfie. And Whitney goes, oh, that's the guy, Lisa Fox, for jazz ticket. The way Heather gets so mad, I'm just, it's okay. I think it happened. I think think it happened. And then the way she goes, you don't think I would have loved that little fucking nugget. I would have. And then she like humps the air. I would have loved, I would have done that because I love sitting courtside. Fuck you for calling me a liar. Oh, it's good. And then she storms off and she turns around. And she goes, fuck you. And then Winnie, please. Yeah, I'd love to be fucked. Just one last drunk line to be continued. Fucking <laughs> hilarious episode. Wonderful all around wonderful all around i know it was probably traumatizing i can't wait to see what the next day is gonna be like i just wish that whitney could gather her thoughts and even watching this because she okay so she's gone on twitter like first angie harrington added her and was like what are you like why are you lying and I don't think Whitney's lying. I think Angie absolutely said that shit. Angie has it out for Lisa. So I 100% believe that Whitney's not making that part up. I just wish that at this point, Whitney could be like, okay, wait, I didn't say it right. I should have explained better that I participated and now I feel bad about it. And I wanted what I was trying to do was tell Lisa, look, this is what we've all been saying. We don't believe it. We want to give you a chance to debunk these rumors because we don't believe it. But Meredith wasn't ready to let that go. This this season, most likely, was supposed to be all about Lisa's, like, outing Lisa's rumors. That's probably what it was intended. That's probably the conversations they had offline going into the season. Like, we're going to talk all season long about Lisa's businesses and affairs and stuff. And Whitney was like, I want to abort that mission. But she can't communicate that. And here we are. God, that was so funny. Do do yourselves a favor. If you were, if you couldn't laugh last season when you watched that Zion trip, watch it again just to watch how 
bad Whitney is. Like watch Whitney as like a cartoon character, not as a serious character. She's I get that she's not harmless. I get that. I get that she's that she's causing problems. But if you can watch it from a comedy standpoint, then she's good. It's funny because she's she is actually that she's authentically acting that way. Like this isn't a facade. She's not putting it on for the show. Uh, it's this is her. She's 100% that way. Sue. So. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to wrap this up because I've got some other business to attend to. So sorry, I can't stay and chat longer. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to like this video. Say hi to my cat. It's Penny. Isn't she cute? And if you are listening on the pod, I love you. Please rate me and review me. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.